Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Just popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas. So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Moshko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. And uh, you can kick it right into Mauer. Beep you. Beep you. It was like you wanted to yell, but then you were just too tired. You were like, no, nah. I just, I, I can't, I can't do that, it. I can't. That, I'm so tired of the bullshit. That beep you turned into beep it real quick. <laughs> just beep and beep. There's some wow. bullshit going on. You're kick it. The amount of beeps and shits you're throwing around at the same time makes me question the need for beep. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit's not a bad word. I guess. I guess. Pretty uh, soon. But- you know, we're going to become like European when it comes to cursing, and we'll be able to say whatever we want on the air. Uh, well, until that day happens, there's a good old beeping place. <laughs> Dropping my favorite four-letter word sometimes. Welcome to the Wednesday show. <laughs> if you're new around here, that's where we talk about those comic-related current events. Comic-related comic current events. Whoa. See, we did so well last week, I and now know. you jumped I the know. gun and we screwed up. Uh, all right, Listen. let's try this again. Comic-related current events. Comic-related current events. Boom. See, that's how you do it. That's smooth. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk. We got actually have way too much to talk about, so we're going to be flying through a lot of this stuff. Well, but some of the stuff's just here for us to make fun of. That's true. That is very true, but some, <laughs> of it, some of it also has a lot more explanation that's required. So and that's what you're here for. I know. So uh, <laughs> first thing first, uh, Wanda might be fighting an ex-person in Doctor Strange 2. Captain Marvel <laughs> returns. An ex-person. Uh, will Hulk be in Moon Knight? Find out today on Fireside Chats. That sounds painful. Uh, okay. That sounds <laughs> horrible. <laughs> sounds The all right, dumbest um, news ever. Yeah. A lot of it, to be honest, comic fans, everybody just needs to take take a chill pill, man. You've... You, you just some some stuff happens, some colors align, and you're like, oh, I know what's happening. It's Mephisto. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, to get through some of this comic news as fast as I can possibly do it, let's some things that I think make sense because you of a micro the machine MCU. I am going to try my hardest. I'm not honestly. I'm not going to go through this whole thing. But uh, one of the big news that we see—it's not really big news—but it leads me to believe that the Sinister Six is more than likely going to show up in the new Spider-Man Three Doctor Strange crossover movie, uh, No Way Home, because as we know, Marvel Comics is predicated on what happens in the MCU nowadays instead of vice versa. So with uh, the Sinister War book, there is also uh, not even just. None of the fact that it's called Sinister War. The fact that the book it comprised of, what, six different Sinister teams? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like 35 villains or some nonsense like that that all beat on Parker at the same time. It's sinister um, Six squared. 
But it all comes down to Kindred, and kin- oh, Kindred is a version of Harry Osborn that was that died before One More Day, but when Mephisto brought him back in One More Day, he was still actually dead. So there's two versions of Harry, one that was still in the afterlife with Mephisto that had this bond with the demon that gave him powers, and one of them goes is to resurrect people. One of the people he resurrected was the Sin Eater, and the Sin Eater was a dude who just shot people with a shotgun because they were sinful and he ate their sins. Get it? That's Sin Eater. Uh, anyway, he and a, a whole bunch of other people with the Savage Six, the superior foes of Spider-Man. What other ones? The the Syndicate Syndicate Six. A lot of S alliteration names with Sinister all (laughs) fighting Spider-Man at the same time. And eventually it it comes down to Juggernaut. Um, But that's not the the point is, is that if you have any doubt in your mind that you're getting a Sinister Six variation in the next Spider-Man movie, just let put it to bed. This right here is the biggest advertisement I've ever seen for the potential villains and Sony Universe, to be fair. I mean, that's really what Sony's... Moshko, didn't we just get a bunch of Sinister Six toys in the past eight or nine months as well? Absolutely. And as we've all known, the toys lead the way. But even more than that, I mean, the fact that this is another Kindred book, and Kindred's a newer villain, but the fact that it ties to One More Day, which is probably going to be the influence for um, No Way Home, it's just, they go hand in hand. Um, I think they do this backwards. I think if they would put the stories that tie to the MCU or influencing them right when the movie comes out or right or after the movie comes out, hundred percent, it would actually feed the movies better. Because after that movie comes out, people don't want to go back and read it. But mm-hmm. they might start reading it, which would then get them ready for the next movie. So, I don't know. They're, it's just to get... It's, it's, it's brand recognition. That's all. They, they treat it like brand recognition. They, they throw the character in front of your face a whole bunch of times, and hopefully it makes you more excited for the movie. But to be honest, you should let the movie be an advertisement for the book. It's the biggest advertisement you possibly have. Which is just going to get more people excited about your next freaking movie. It should absolutely be afterwards. But here we are with 16 Sinister Six fights happening all in one single book. We need to make a, uh, a tongue twister out of that. Uh, next time time on fireside uh, chats mowers tongue twisters um all right so while he works on that um, some more throwaway news uh and not because of the character but to be fair how is this throwaway news uh because it's quick because honestly there's not much else to say that captain marvel the original captain marvel marvell um is potentially making a return because he's been hinted at a couple times by Marvel, um, literally in one of the write-ups saying that Marvel might come back. I mean, that's how much of a tease can you possibly give? But there was also another cover that was released by Art Germ, who's actually a phenomenal artist, um, uh, who did a lot of a lot of Batgirl. Um, what else? He did. I know him a lot from like Titans and stuff, like a lot of DC work. But regardless, um, phenomenal artist did a cover with Marvel on it for Captain Marvel thirty four as a uh, variant cover. Um, and this new Marvel, the new Captain Marvel book has another version of. Remember Evil Captain Marvel with the with the coolest yeah. Captain Marvel costume there was that she like lived yep. for like two seconds. Well, anyway, she's back, even though Carol's like still Carol. So. I don't know, but you know, Marvel's coming back, so that's kind of exciting. But this is the what the third time that he's done it, and the other two times he just he died immediately at the end of the book. So it'll be interesting to see if he's not just a plot device and he's well, kept around. I don't think they let him stay around that long because it's been so hard for them to get Captain Marvel to gain traction that if they were to bring him back and he got popular again, 
her whole character will collapse. But dude, the people who are reading comics now, especially the younger kids, don't know Captain Marvel to begin with. I mean, Marvel's been dead. He's tell me another character other than Uncle Ben that's been dead like this, right? <laughs> like <laughs> he's been gone, and for most people, know Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Most people don't know Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. They they don't know Marvel. They don't know they don't know even like the throwaway gag in the movie when her costume was uh, silver and green, and you're like, oh, that's gross. Well, that's because that's what he looked like originally. <laughs> like that was the stupid costume he wore. Um, but all right, whatever. So Marvel is back. That's exciting potentially I, as long as he lasts. Um, all right. So going to Shang Chi, which is going to take me a while to get used to saying. So forgive me, everybody, if you're offended by the fact that Shang has been something I've said since i don't know i was six <laughs> well so, even marvel used to say shang yeah is it okay yeah, yeah. like there's uh, i've always lot. known it as shang chi but now it's, I, I never it's always shang. it's always been shang chi because that's the right way to say it but when you have a bunch of white guys writing the book <laughs> oh got it oh that makes sense like <laughs> that makes sense so shang chi <laughs> uh shang chi uh because, you know, again, his movie's right around the corner. And as we talked about with The Sinister Six, there's obviously a lot of emphasis on Shang-Chi books right now. And one of the which has is brought me, one of the coolest things I've seen into a comic in a while, which is the uh, the Order of Uatu. So it's like Earthbound Watchers, but they're like monks. So at some point, this order had met uh, Uatu the Watcher. For anybody, don't, if you've watched What If, that, that guy talking is, is the Watcher. <laughs> Giant head dude. Yeah, that or, or yeah, right, Stan right, right. Stanley Stan met them in Guardians Two. It was Guardians Two, yeah, right, Guardians, Guardians Two. Um, but yeah, those are the Watchers. So this is essentially Earth's version of of the Watchers. I think that's just I don't know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the fact that there's other people that are aware of the Watchers that aren't superpower people, like the well, fact that there's this order of people that. To be fair, the world knows the Watcher from the Galactus trilogy back in what the sixties. <laughs> I mean, that, didn't that book start with him showing up? Like Galactus is coming. Yeah. <laughs> like he just showed up in New York, and everyone, oh, the Watcher's a thing. Toga Man, all right, they're big giant Toga Man. Um, I haven't read this new Shang Chi book, Shang Chi, whatever. It's gonna, um, be a bit. it's gonna be a bit, man. It's gonna be a bit. I'll probably buy this in trade. Just because mm-hmm. it's going to be something I'm going to want to have. Uh, I have a bunch of old Shang-Chi books that I might go back and reread just for some fun. I've now, to be very fair, Mauer, I've I've fallen into your camp of trades are the way to go. <laughs> Single issues are losing their steam for It's just too much work. Well, now I'm dealing with goddamn fucking Midtown Comics. <laughs> I haven't received my issued... We're not we're we're not European yet, man. <laughs> Them being in charge of shipping out individual issues of books, did they not put any cardboard when you used to get them? Because my book showed up thrashed in the Oh mail. no, they they actually no, they're really good about how they ship. It, it's now in a mylar bag with like a slightly thicker piece of paper protecting it. Oh, that's they, even the packaging the, uh, they use. Genesis. Backing, whatever. Nope, and they're like, they're readers' copies. We expect them to be a little damaged. 
<laughs> All right, let's fly through some of this other stuff. So right. for Batman Day coming up on September 18th, um, there is the Batman The World Number 1, which is a 184-page book. Uh, that is the big event book that's going to be taken. There's a whole bunch of different creative teams that are that are going to be uh, adding stories to it. Um, and this is not the first time we've seen this kind of book. This yeah, very is- similar to the Action Comics 1000, the anthologies. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, and then and you cool. you can get it early, or not like the physical copy, but if you have the DC Infinite app, they'll have that book there as well. Uh, what four days earlier on the fourteenth or something like that. Um, so if you yes. really are are super stoked to get this book, you can go ahead and sign up for the DC Infinite, which is similar to the Marvel um, comic app, where you can get like somewhat current series, but not six s- months out. Six months out, so something very similar to that. Um, as well as a bunch of jump on comics and a bunch of back issues. It's essentially the DC streaming service turned into a comic service. There are other uh, titles that they'll do early releases for. So everything's not six months out on them. Like you'll mm-hmm. get certain books where they'll go, this is going to be here first, then it'll go to print. And then there's certain stories that are specific for these online comic apps that are still continuity. So uh, if you haven't read a comic digitally, Give it a shot because it is a cool experience. Oh, I, I like reading digital books now. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, those trades, they're just too easy. Trades are the uh, way. <laughs> anyway, action. So right. let's let's talk about uh, Daniel Sampier, uh, Sampier, Sampier. Gail got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the name. I think it's Sampier. I think that's how you say it. Um But anyway, <laughs> he is a long-standing DC artist. I mean, he doesn't. He's exclusive to DC now. That's the news. But um, he's pretty much worked for DC ongoing for a long time. But he's the dude who did Batgirl. He did some of Injustice, Justice League Dark. He's done. Um, he's one of their workhorses that they're now bringing to an elite status, it seems like. You know, because he's always done a bunch of different books. And he's done great work. But now them saying, we're going to sign you to exclusive elevates his name for them and says, we have faith in you and we're going to be giving you some big books. Well, so, you, you, some, you know, some that. might say he's all elite. He is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, Menti, you'll get it. I didn't get that joke at all, but you know, he was doing action comics. So like they had faith in him. <laughs> they have a lot more faith in him now because he's locked down. Uh, he tweeted that he, uh, that it's true that he signed an exclusive deal and that he can't wait to talk about the books that he has coming up. So who knows? Maybe this is rebirth 2.0 for DC back when they used to do that to everybody. <laughs> it's like every other week it was like 17 people, all exclusive DC contracts. They were like, you think you're going to draw X-Men? No, just come over to the DC side. Um, all right, so real quick super or Superman news. Ugh, real quick Darth Vader news. Uh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Samsonite. Um, so this is to do with the bounty hunter story that's going on right now. Last week we talked about the trilogy of Star Wars books that are in the works, um, and one of them is the War of the Bounty Hunters, um, which is cool because it looks like it's taking place uh, in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the period where Boba Fett has Han Solo and delivering it to uh, Jabba. So this book takes place in that area where uh, Vader essentially just decides that he wants Solo's body to lure Luke into a trap. Cause remember he only used Han to sucker Luke in (laughs) into the trap in the first place. And this is when Luke is becoming a Jedi, his final training. Yeah, this would be before, this would actually be before going, yeah, it's before going back to Dagobah. 
So this this is which is kind of cool. I like that the the very similar to J- what made Jason Aaron's. I mean, I'm not gonna say it made him famous, but I mean, it really, once he uh, reshaped the or when Marvel first got the rights to Star Wars back, those early books that took place between New Hope and Empire Strike Back were a, were out outstanding. So uh, very into this idea of books that take place between the original trilogy, and I love the idea of essentially Vader. <laughs> Vader Vader just was like, all right, I made a deal with the Huts. Uh, the Huts win, and he said, "No, I don't. I don't care that I won. Give Give me Han's body, or I will kill you all." And he gives. He does a very John Locke from Lost, where he's like, "You can't tell me what to do." <laughs> um, no. All right. Not so. You guys can't say anything about my lack of of wrestling knowledge. If you're gonna give me faces like that, I Lost. got the Lost reference. It's just been so long that it's lost in my mind oh, what that show no. was all about. He said the, he said the name of the show. Oh, all right, I, I enjoyed let's it. Get, it was good. Get into get into some TV news. All right, Moshko, Moshko, Moshko. So we're we we're just talking about Star Wars, right? Yep. Yep. Look at Segway. Segway Moshko over. We got to hey. give him a good Segway related nickname, an yeah, alliterated and- nickname for segways samsonite um (laughs) segway samsonite i'll take it i will call you that (laughs) anyway we're we're all patiently awaiting (laughs) segway sammy segway sammy is the best name well sure it's not sally anyway you're you're hurting yourself (laughs) i'm I'm trying can we get to the news no segway sammy is still talking (laughs) this is now the worst segway ever and it's supposed to be smooth, and Come now on. we're just bullshitting. You it's, earned it's your bumpy. name and lost it in the same segue. <laughs> How about just Dave? Right. <laughs> anyway, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, One of the yeah. greatest directors of all time for action. A- absolutely, and we're going to see more of him. Um, he is saying that the Boba Fett, or I'm sorry, the book of Boba Fett will over-deliver, end quote. I believe him. I believe him too. Uh, judging by the, because uh, what the second season of Mandalorian, that the episode that he did was when Boba Fett first yes. appeared. And I went on record, I think, before I was never a Boba Fett fan. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. Yep. However, his episode showed Boba Fett in a way that I was like, okay, I am now a fan. So to see somebody who was able to take me, not being a fan, and convert me to have him kind, he's not the showrunner. But I think he's kind of like the spiritual kind of visionary on this show. To be fair, I feel like this all of these shows are Dave Fellini and John Favreau finding all mm-hmm. of their nerdiest Star Wars friends creative buddies and said, You guys want to work on an episode? And then they all just <laughs> hung out. I feel like honestly the group I feel like the group that works on these Star Wars shows is very similar to Mauer and Fireside, where they just like they, he hired them for an episode and then they just kept coming back. They just kept <laughs> showing up, and they were like, you want to do another one, I guess? <laughs> Let's do more. And now we're on to another show. <laughs> Among those other uh, people that are directing, directing uh, Bryce Dallas Howard will be back. She also did one last season, I believe. Didn't she? Or, she did I'm a sorry, great one, too. Didn't she do, oh, like, yeah. she, she had a doozy episode, I believe. Yeah, and she, um, I forget the, the, I guess, stinger or whatever the heck it was um, that Oh, it was uh, Apollo thirteen. How they yeah. did the the, the opening the scene ship. was yeah, like a like a direct mm-hmm. shot riff for shot. On her dad. With, yep. Yeah. But yeah, you've got 
John Favreau, Fellini's doing one, mm-hmm. um, and I think Rodriguez is doing the most episodes. I think he's doing three or four of the episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, I cannot wait for this, and it's hard for me to say that for a lot of things right now, um, <laughs> especially in saying I can't wait for a character that before last year I could care less about mm-hmm. or couldn't care less about. Well, I've here, always loved Boba Fett, so I'm not in that camp. Here's here's one other one other thing, and I I love his quote because this is pretty much what everybody puts out nowadays. They just say, and this is what Rodriguez said: "I can't say anything about it at all right now, but it's coming out in December, which which we knew, I believe, earlier. Wait until you see what's coming; it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> like he, he just plays it up that it's going to be the greatest thing, and I mean that's really all anybody I love ever his, says. I know it over delivers; it way yeah. over delivers. Yeah, well, that and that's the big that's the big line. He's like, "I'll talk it up all I want." <laughs> Right. He, he. This is the most call my bluff moment. It, it better deliver. <laughs> after after a sentence like that, it better. He's been cocky in the past, but he's never been. This is the best shit ever. Cocky. Boba, like Mandalorian, is cool because it's a new character, so you're not gonna piss off fans. But Boba Fett has a long-standing group of people who are loyal to the the lore of Fett. And I, you are now. This is the first time that these shows are t- are tampering into some territory where they could piss piss. And we know Star Wars fans are pissy. Like we know, <laughs> we know. I have a, a feeling though, the growing new Star Wars fans they got from Mandalorian are almost becoming the majority now. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think a big, also a big piece of this is is the Clone Wars Boba Fett. This is the Clone Wars Boba Fett. So yeah. that kid that you see throughout all of Clone Wars is the same one. I mean, it's the fact that it's Dave Fellini and John Favreau, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it, like, does anybody concerned with star Wars when they're, when as they're long as it? Kathleen Kennedy keeps her hands out of it, we're good. You hear like every other day, there's another story that Kathleen Kennedy's out. No, Kathleen Kennedy's back. Nope. Kathleen Kennedy's out. I, I, I honestly, think- star Wars lore, like that r- n- rumor news, I avoid because I never know what's real. I think she's out of the creative influence phase, but she's going to continue doing what she does well, which is the kind of overseeing of marketing and like the business side of star Wars. Cause let I mean, her she's, do that. She's the reason we all still talk about Jurassic park. <laughs> The uh, only reason I know that is the Netflix show. Yep. So Once all they brought up Kathleen Kennedy, I was like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> she um, has some. She has some good things to her, but she has a chip on her shoulder, and she feels like everything is her. When it, it's the most collaborative shows I've ever seen is these Mandalor- Mandalorian shows. Well, let's let's go down. Uh, let's take a trip down Disney Plus Lane for a second. Mauer, talk to me about this Halloween special and Moon Knight for a second. All right. Well, to talk about the Halloween special, we got to talk werewolves. Okay. And uh, it's going to be werewolf by night. <laughs> okay. How- Remember, we talked about this and how we said this was stupid news because there's no way they do werewolf by night. <laughs> However, I don't think it's going to be the werewolf by night that everybody expects it to be. So the original werewolf by night, uh, Jack Russell. Spot on, name right on there, um, who was a werewolf that was going to be assassinated by Moon Knight. That's how we got Moon Knight. I think he's going to appear in the Moon Knight show, and I think Moon Knight's actually going to kill him in the Moon Knight show. I think they're going to take that slight twist and have Moon Knight kill somebody to give him an empathetic redemption story, because he really doesn't have that in the comics as much until you see all of his loved ones kind of get screwed over and killed and maimed and hurt. 
Um, but I think this show is going to be the new Werewolf by Night, Jake Gomez, which is written by a few people, but one of the main people is Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. And this Werewolf by Night is of Hopi Indian descent, Native American, and he is more of a skinwalker werewolf than a horror story werewolf. Can we just take a quick second and just appreciate the fact that, Mauer, you've got a Midnight Suns open world video game coming out when a Moon Knight <laughs> series is coming out with a Halloween special with Werewolf by Night, potentially. Like, this is the, like, this got real Mauer-y real quick. <laughs> well, like, it's going to get Rider- even... It's going to get even more Maori in the next two years. If the if Ghost Rider gets announced, that's it. That's over. I mean, but understand like how bad this will be for us if all of this goes horribly wrong. Oh, what are you kidding? We we record remotely. <laughs> it's going to be hysterical. I don't have to be in the same room as him. I'll just mock him from afar. This is going to be great. <laughs> this is this will be like the equivalent. Like, I, look, I don't watch football. I like that my if anybody listens to the show for a while, they know that. But I still say the Dolphins suck just to watch the face, Mauer's face change. That's it. It's the only reason to say it. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't pick a, a dolphin out of the lineup except for if it was an actual dolphin. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, more Moon Knight news with these. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding myself. These fans that like to just put two and two together. They a don't, fan got a picture separately of Isaac, Oscar Isaac, and Mark Ruffalo at the same hotel where they're shooting Moon Knight. On the same day. On the same day. This all transpired over the course of you know a couple hours in Hungary, so where they're actually shooting it. And they're like, Hulk's going to be in Moon Knight. Here's what I think's happening. We're getting Bruce Banner back, I think. And I've said this theory before. I think Bruce is going to try and fix himself after what happened in Endgame. And we're not going to have Smart Hulk anymore. He's going to go back to Bruce Banner and Hulk, and we're going to eventually get Worldbreaker Hulk because he's going to use too much uh, gamma rays. But I think Bruce Banner is going to be there to recruit, quote-unquote, Moon Knight to the Avengers Initiative. Hmm. That's an interesting idea. I I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of... Mark Ruffalo's Hulk play out over Disney Plus series because mm-hmm. um, they can't give him a solo movie. <laughs> well, and there's also rumor that that Red Hulk eventually gets introduced before Thunderbolts comes out. And instead of this whole time, we thought that the Dark Avengers it could be leading towards Thunderbolts because there's rumor that Red Hulk appears and Red Hulk beats uh, Hulk to death in season two of She-Hulk. So apparently, mm-hmm. this is all leading to the end of Ruffalo's contract, where he dies in She-Hulk show. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if he starts showing up, like if he's in all of a sudden, say he's in uh, secret invasion and he turns out to be a scroll or something like that wouldn't surprise me at all. I have a feeling they're going to use Mark Ruffalo. They as much never as they have to use Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Like they could just have him permanently become Hulk, get Lou Ferrigno to go back to do the voice, have a Hulk that doesn't talk. And it's just CGI from that point on. Well, if he stays, if he stays Hulk, as we know him, Professor Hulk with the, with the, with the bad arm. Um, that makes sense why he gets beaten to death by the Red Hulk. Like, all of a sudden, and it's a lot more emotional if it's Bruce Banner literally being beaten. Yeah, we'll like, see you know what, what happens. Mean? But- so, but again, that's super, like, there's rumor to a point where we don't put it as an actual story it's- because it is such rumor. <laughs> Fan that- theory rumor. Right, and that's what that Red Hulk one is, and it's because it's on some credible or some uncredible sources that remain to uh, have, have yet to prove themselves to be credible. We'll put it that way. Um, 
But speaking of fans just <laughs> taking stuff and so let's talk about this Hawkeye uh trailer, maybe? I don't a know. Purple so, square hey, equals if, trailer. When I when I saw that purple square in the story from, from Haley Steinfeld, I I immediately thought, all right, we're getting that trailer soon. I mean, it could. She could also just be excited because she got a hell of a role and she's in the MCU now. I mean, I'm just saying there's exactly. so many possibilities. Why are we just jumping to something like that? We we know it's coming. Uh, there was also another article that, that went up about it being very uh, Christmas-like. So there's a lot of Christmas you know decorations what this is, and stuff. I, this is because of COVID and we went that long period without oh, more content. And now we're getting a little bit. It's like the fiends are coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like they're all scratching their neck. Like, you guys, uh, Hawkeye trailer coming the, soon? Or? The more interesting news is the actress they got to play, Cassie, uh, had a bunch of pictures of her post-workout where she's getting jacked for the role. So she's taking it completely seriously to be a superhero, which is one mm-hmm. of the reasons why I think they did do the casting switch is to get somebody they want to have that Young Avengers team kind of grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... We'll see what happens. A, pur- a purple square isn't going to get a rise out of me. It means purple nothing. Square. Just relax, people. Let it let it go. Hey, look, I'm in, I'm in the movie. Just reminding you guys. And I think yeah, in the upper Mauer. right-hand corner, there was a, a, a green pixel. And if you zoomed in really close, you saw that maybe the Hulk was actually going to be in the show, too. Uh, and then Ma- if you went to Mauer. the bottom corner, it was Mephisto. Mauer. Speaking of the devil. Mauer. Yeah. What <laughs> see, does now Harley that's a good Qu- segue. What does Harley Quinn and Lucifer have in common? Well, speaking of the devil, Harley Quinn's animated team is doing the animated episode of Lucifer for the final season. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer for their final season, watch it. It looks like nothing but pure joy, if that makes sense. Like they're doing everything like a like a good final season should give the fans what they want. This feels to me for the Buffy and Angel fans out there like season five of Angel. Mm-hmm. where they knew it was their last shot. They knew they had a tight story written, but they wanted to have some fun. So we're getting an animated episode. We're getting more musical parts into it. You know, we're getting all the stuff that we've seen for Lucifer for five seasons and another really cool story. So I can't wait. Two weeks. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So first off, uh, you may have noticed that we threw a little bit of news at the very end of our new show last week. Trevor! Because we all forgot about Trevor. Uh, yeah. And because Trevor's, to be honest, is forgettable. So oh, I love Trevor. Mm-hmm. See, I was... love that movie, though. Oh, he was I the love worst Iron Man movie. 3. And the worst part about you know what the shame of it is? And, and may, who knows? Shang-Chi might, might obliterate this. Um, but Ben Kingsley's uh, Mandarin... What, from the trailer, they'll ne- the 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 infamous "they'll never You'll see never me coming" was so good that it turning out to be fake was so disappointing because of how good Ben Kingsley was. Does that make sense? Like I can see that I his just, performance I liked the twist it pissed me off more than the fact that there was a twist. Like if it was a shitty, you know, Mandarin from the beginning. All right, all right whatever. <laughs> but but he was so good. The fact that it turned out to be fake pissed me off. But but we know that there was a uh, uh, what do we call them? There's didn't they have a name besides the one shirts? shots? One shot. The right. one shots. Done. 
fucked up, because mm-hmm. that's, of course, what it was called. So Marvel One-Shots, which is a line of comics, uh, also released the shorts that only could be found on the DVD or Blu-ray uh, extra bonus. section. Yep. The bonus, yep. Uh, but now they're going to start releasing them onto Disney Plus, which is perfect, and they should keep that trend going. A, uh, a la The Simpsons, because that's all The Simpsons do now is just advertise <laughs> other Marvel pro- or other Disney products. So, uh, but yeah, that's cool. Go watch that because it, it explains a little bit how Ben Kingsley's character uh, and there, it explains that there is an actual Mandarin essentially. Do you think we're going to see Ben Kingsley in Shang Chi? I mean, he was in the the he was in the cast photos from the premiere. So yes, that would that would be do. awesome. Just um, go watch yeah, All Hail the King, and so, then you'll see why. If you haven't anyway, seen it with already. that being said, uh, which I think that one was skipped over a bunch, like it wasn't as popular as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to Spider Man. Ah, see, you me- you messed that one up. You you said go out and see it, and then we could talk about something that maybe you can't see. But we'll get oh. there. You missed it. Well, we're, we're, we're just going to swing into this next news and talk about, <laughs> you know, the longest non-Avengers film in the MCU. Absolutely. And it's <laughs> we're 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 having a, a minor technical difficulty here, which is kind of amusing. Uh, but anyway, the uh, Cineworld, which is a London-based theater chain, uh, they started doing the uh, pre-orders for uh, No Way Home. And they're showing it basically a runtime of 150 minutes. And that puts it right in, or actually right behind uh, Endgame and Infinity War as being the longest Marvel movie uh, produced. Yeah, so, so Infinity War was 160, Endgame was 182. I don't, so two and a half hours of Spider-Man at first, I was like, mm, I don't know, this is a little too much. But then you think about all the stuff they have to do in this movie. You know, we've got to do right. all the different worlds. We have to do the magic. We have to do Sinister Six. We have to have him get beat up. Then we have to have him win. Then we have to lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's probably a four-hour movie that they're going to condense into two and a half. <laughs> Which is fine. There's just so much. Um. Uh, so Menti's internet is dead. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Air quotes. Air quotes. Um, so we're going to do the last few pits of news without him because I didn't want to see him anyway. <laughs> Speaking of someone you can't see, but hopefully we'll see. I don't know about you. I think it'd be an interesting uh, casting. Um, some information has been rolling around about <laughs> rolling around. Another one. And he's back. We'll uh, continue with the story here as we we move on with this wonderful remote. That was uh, really weird. I was just all of a sudden, I was just talking, and we just ended the story too. So I was just sitting there going, should I just start talking about the next story? Am I going to come back (laughs) on? Well, right now we're... We're talking about something you don't want to see. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So we're Uh, talking about John Cena. uh, Oh. I hate that joke. I hate it. Yeah, Listen, John Cena is turning out to be a comedic genius when it comes to his roles. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would. I, look, I, I have nothing but positive things to say about John Cena. I have there's, I have no negatives. For Did that man. you happen to see the new Vacation Hulu Friends? movie? Yes, hilarious. Is it good? Is it good? It's He's bad. Good. Funny. 
It's uh, an Adam Sandler movie with John Cena. Yeah. I'll put it okay, like... I mean, it wasn't... Well, that was like Blockers. It was, it was a stupid movie, but it was funny. Yeah, very, yeah. very similar to Blockers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's a dumb movie, but there's going to be parts where you laugh out loud. But anyway, <laughs> what you're not going to laugh out loud is, is him covered in orange rock. <laughs> there's, there's a joke in there. Yeah. Again. Um... He, uh, what was the quote? I would consider I most say, anything. Self, self tanner on uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he just keeps that... saying thing. A... Yeah. He kept saying thing a lot in the interview, and I can't find it. We'll try and get it to the post where he had also noted that he wanted to join the MCU because everybody does. Um, mm-hmm. But he'd have to ask CM Punk for permission. And the, the tie to the thing there is CM Punk uses the it's clobbering time. Every time he comes out to the ring, so one one of my favorite quotes is uh, from back in 2019 when he was also talking about Marvel. And he said, uh, "If it's out there, if the Captain America people are listening and you're watching right now, I totally do it. I totally will because I think I'd be a good Captain America, and I've already ruined everyone's childhood, so it can't get any worse." <laughs> <laughs> Did remember we all thought he was going to be U.S. agent? Remember because yeah. he posted mm-hmm. the picture of the helmet, and we were he like, "That's it, it." Yeah. We he, we were just as bad as the people who saw the purple square. We're like, but ah, it made, trailer. <laughs> but it made sense, and he was out there talking about wanting to do it. Like he was selling himself for that damn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Russell Wyatt, great job. Yes, he did. Uh, he did a totally different take of what what Cena probably would have done. Cena would have you know been a more probably straight military lughead type performance for that. Did you say Russell Wyatt? Yeah, isn't that? Isn't it Wyatt Russell? Wyatt Russell. <laughs> this, that. But anyway, John Cena as the, as the thing would be great. <laughs> Got it, Gail. <laughs> nah. Because no, you'll get those funny one line. Him and whoever they get as Human Torch going mm-hmm. back and forth would be great. So you need somebody that can be badass as well as have some humor for the thing. And I, I, just think don't, I, don't, I just don't hear the thing when I hear John Cena. You know what I mean? Like the the, the so his voice can get gr- the New York uh, accent. Uh, yeah, I just I don't hear it. But you know, I'm sure he could do a great job. And and by the way, and I mean this is way off topic, but the way he handled the Dave Baptista when he was like Dave Baptista was like, I don't want to be. Don't compare me to them. I'm an actor, and they're wrestlers turned actors. Well, stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah, John Cena is the most professional. Like he smoothed that over, being like, I can understand how he doesn't want to yeah, be up together. I, That's he's, fine. He's the nicest guy I have ever met. Like, yeah, John Cena with, is with every everything The Rock pretends to be. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So. Uh, all right, let's get into some of the news that we broke in the beginning. Uh, and this is wild rumor. For a while, it was rumor that it was, was rumored to a point where we wouldn't talk about it until I uh, forget the dude's name on Twitter. Uh, but he's he's a uh, Essentially, when he says stuff, it kind of, kind of means it's gonna happen. He's the <laughs> new Latino review, kinda, kinda. Um, it's, uh, Daniel something or other. The, yeah, um, but guy. essentially, there was a tweet that came out that said, and it was rumor that Wanda was gonna fight uh, Logan. Was gonna Hugh Jackman was gonna reprise his role as Wolverine. Wanda was gonna fight him, um, but that apparently has fallen through, and he might fight, uh, or she might fight another X Men character. Uh, and he then quote tweets it and says, "Yep, 
That's it. And that right there <laughs> added a lot of credibility <laughs> to that original tweet. Um, so, and apparently rumor has it that Hugh Jackman, the only reason that it got squashed, the reason that it was turned down is he didn't want his return as Wolverine, if he made a return as Wolverine, to just be a punching bag, get beat up a little bit, and that would be the end of it. He didn't want to. He didn't want to just come in, get get his ass kicked by Wanda, and then you know, twenty minutes later, he's out of the movie, and that's that. Honestly, so, they're they're missing a big opportunity. If you have the cast for Wolverine narrowed down to a few people, pick who you think might be the best. Put them in that spot. See how the fans react to them. If they don't like them, you variant. make it a multiverse. It's a variant. Yep, it's, and you move on. Like. This is a great opportunity for Marvel to go. To be fair, they can still do that, though. They could quite literally run into that person. She she hops to another universe. Because as we know, America Chavez is in it, and that's kind of her thing. They hop into another universe, and then boom, Hugh Jackman's there. Right. Like You can still do that. I personally think, and I think this is a brilliant way to get people to hate mutants, because there's, there's the thing about Marvel that always kind of was weird to me is that there's all these superpower beings that have, they got their superpowers in very strange ways, but for some reason, mutants are the end-all, be-all, evil, horrible thing to society. Society is just scared of mutants, always have been. Because they bit, can become them without any control. Uh, sure, but then at the same time, you're like, oh, everybody else is cool, but not you. Um, <laughs> you know, like, anyway. Um, but... How do you make that happen in the MCU? Well, you have the multiverse gets merged into a singular timeline, and all of a sudden, boom, the multiverse uh, mutants are there. Now people are scared of mutants because they aren't from the same timeline. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> this thing came out of nowhere, and we're like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> and then people start, new mutants start popping up, and now you get that fear of, I could become a mutant, or my kids can be mutants. Like, now the fear of society makes a lot more sense to why characters or people from the MCU have seen superheroes do crazy. Like there's a, a big purple dude killed half of everybody on the planet. I feel like mutants aren't going to be that scary to people. now. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? What can it's you like do? A, you, you poof and leave a smell of sulfur. Yeah, right. Whatever. Like how, I feel as though people aren't going to be too scared of mutants, but that's a way that you can pull it off. That all of a sudden, you know, universes get merged and mutants are uh, out of nowhere. All of a sudden a thing. Well, the last Marvel news is something that's kind of a non-story. Is uh, we have what's her the Julie what's her name Julie Louise uh, Val. Can never say her name Val. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking of her her super ass long name. Is, in it, like, is, is, Mad- is it Madam Con- Hydra? Con- Con- Tessa Contessa. Contessa. Elaine from Seinfeld. It's Val, but you can't call her Val. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was spotted on set of Wakanda Forever. Wow, like we didn't. No, geez. hold on. I, well, yeah, you're. Whoa, there's. You're, more you're jumping the gun on that, that one. <laughs> so the actress, she actually shared an image of her like makeup or whatever, and she thanked her makeup artist, who coincidentally the makeup artist is in Georgia right now on a Marvel production. So if all that's happening at the same time, and I believe this is the same artist that like. Blew but, some other yeah thing like months ago. <laughs> Don't we expect her to be in every movie right now because she's the new uh, Fury Gathering yeah. Avengers? Like this is the new stingers that we saw in mm-hmm. Phase One. Like she's the new collect a team. Yep. I mean, like, it's, not I, surprising. it's not shocking to see her on every set moving forward until we see her version of either the Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Makes sense. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Mauer, Rocketeer News. Go ahead. All right. 
Um, we are finally getting the off-delayed Rocketeer sequel that has been in the works since 1993. Um, if you don't know the Rocketeer, it is a comic book based off of the old serials, uh, like The Shadow, written by Dave Stevens, who also did the art, came Not out in Cheerios. 1983, um, turned into a movie. It was supposed to be a trio of movies, but the first one bombed so horrendously. Uh, that they ended up squashing it because it wasn't a Disney success. However, going back, people watching it, every different reviewer and people that go back and watch this movie, it is what you want to see in a comic book movie. Um, They finally found a way to do a sequel, and it's going to be a reboot sequel, if you will, Mm -hmm. because it's not going to be the original Rocketeer. Original one took place in 1938. This is going to be 1944. So, Mauer, uh, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off here, but my my internet's going out again. Once again, I'm Menti. Thanks for coming to the show. If I'm all of a sudden not here, Mauer's going to go ahead and take it away. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, so the plot of this is going to be six years later, and you lost the Rocketeer somewhere over enemy lines um, when he was fighting the Nazis. Cool thing about this is it's being produced by David and Jessica Oiloa. I mm-hmm. hope, hope I didn't butcher their names. It's about right. And starring David um, as the Rocketeer. Now, their take is going to be this Rocketeer is one of the Tuskegee Airmen. Mm-hmm. So nice. you're, And he's already played a role in that, that movie Red Wings that came back right. in the mid-2000s. So this is a cool take on the Rocketeer. Still doing what the first movie did with tying it to loose, real history. Mm-hmm. You know, like in The Rocketeer, we had Nelson Sinclair, which, you know, was supposedly a spy, which was, you know, a version of Errol Flynn. But then we had the real Howard Hughes in it. So they're, they're tying all these things together. Um, it's in pre-production now. Um, I want to say the initial date given was 2025 which seems like it's farther away than it actually is. Uh, but who knows? So, so now all we need is a live-action Darkwing Duck, and you'll be extremely happy. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I all never your dreams thought. are coming true. <laughs> and maybe I'll take a picture of it for you, uh, for the fans. I have a shit ton of Rocketeer collectibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the helmet is impressive. Could how could Howard be from the same place that Darkwing's from? Howard, the duck. <laughs> could he be from um, the same place, like the same universe? Or that would be that would be funny. Because uh, it's the know. whole world, the whole planet. Like he could just be <laughs> instead of different. That city. would be a unique spin on it. Would be amazing if you did a like all of a sudden Darkwing was the person like all of a sudden Howard finds himself home and Darkwing shows him around. Come on, come on, that's a fun book. That would be a fun book. And now that Disney owns both of them, there's no bad blood because originally Disney sued the shit out of Marvel. The Tale of Two Ducks. On that note, Menti, do that thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice. I've already done this, so thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Once again, I'm Menti. Uh, I'm Moshko, and I don't know what the hell's going on right now. 
I'm Mr. <laughs> Mauer. Go read some Rocketeer comics. Read some Darkwing Duck books. Go watch mm-hmm. the Ghost uh, Rider movies because I don't care what people say. I still like them. Iron Man 3 is awesome. Watch that. Get caught up on Moon Knight comics and pre- pre- be prepared for the year of Mauer next year. Oh, very, very much is. That's a very scary thought. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. I'm going to save me. Deuces. <laughs>